0: Welcome to the Jamoti podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti podcast is powered by biology. What's your BSA score? The Bology skill assessment is the only verified skills metric endorsed by the NIA and NJCAA to discover and develop the best talent for your team. This 10 minute, 100 shot test can be taken for free today on the Bology mobile app. Elevate your game. Yeah. So right off the bat, I mean, you get to not only coaching in college, but also you know, the the platform that you have in teaching the game, you get to talk to a lot of coaches, observe a lot of leaders. What What's one quality that you see in great leaders?
1: Yeah, I, I think the, whenever you sent me that question, I was racking my mind of like, okay, if I'm around a lot of really cool people and, and a lot of leaders who I respect, like what's one thing that really sticks out? And the two best leaders that I know, um, number one is my father. He's mm-hmm. pastor of a large church in Pennsylvania. And I was able to see him kind of build that up. And then, uh, you know, right right on the same level as Coach Hoffman, who I work for, just a a phenomenal leader. And they're both very different, but there's some things they share. And and the one trait that they both have in common that I think I admire most is they have a deep love for the people that they lead. Um, And that absolutely fuels every single decision they make, interaction they have. And as somebody who's responsible for a lot of people and overseeing a lot of moving parts, to have that as your guidepost has really been impactful. And so uh, for myself, as, as, as a young coach and someone who loves basketball, it's easy for me to get off track, right? Like sometimes I love the game more than I love the people I coach. And so to have uh, those mentors in my life who I can learn and observe from and, and who challenge me has been really impactful. And, I, and I've seen their leadership uh, really help other people flourish.
0: Yeah, you kind of you nailed it. Like, what's the danger of a coach that maybe has a ton of head knowledge, like you said, loves the game, is passionate, loves teaching it, but there is a disconnect from getting to know the players or, or truly caring about them? What's the danger of it all being about basketball?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's easy for us as coaches. And again, I'm I'm speaking to myself more than anybody, but it's yeah, it's sure. it's easy to get too far zoomed in. Um, and and so I, I think the danger whenever that happens, is whenever you're just looking at, like, this practice in front of me or this skill the player has to improve, what ends up taking place is oftentimes the people that you lead and coach, they feel like they are commodities being used by you to help you get to a certain point. Um, and that's the complete backwards. Um, it's a... I guess whenever things are stationed that way, coaching is not working how it should, right? Like as coaches, our job is to use our passion, our knowledge, uh, our position to help elevate the people that are are playing for us. And and so again, I I think the the danger of like the game coming first or practice coming first or skills coming first is people become commodities and and, and the relationships be backwards. Whereas our job is to use the the time we have with them, however long that may be uh the position the influence we have um to obviously help them have an excellent experience and improving and playing well as part of that but more importantly just to create an environment where they can flourish Hmm.
0: because the opposite of that could be true though too right like you you love them and you're building them up Mm -hmm. but then not necessarily growing them and uh, i mean i just listened to a a video of, of gino at uconn talking about uh getting an a in basketball and and part of the the player's journey in and that like them doing average working making a c a little bit above average getting a b and then doing more than others but then coaching has a part of that a, a big part of that to do too so i mean how do you encourage the, those coaches that uh are, or well not not how do you encourage seems to me that coaches that love their players need to continue to grow in their knowledge of the game and and, and where they The type of basketball that they love to teach and they can follow guys guys like you right
1: yeah well and and again i I think the the beautiful part of being a part of a team whether that's as a player or as a coach and being on the staff is you can surround yourself with people that help balance you out and help grow you um and i know that you know even this past year for us at wright state there's five people on our staff and we all work really well together and all of us have various strengths and weaknesses and Mm -hmm. so i think that's, that's what makes being on a team special is, is where I'm weak, somebody else can be strong, maybe where I'm strong, somebody else is weak. And, um, you know, not only can we use those gifts that we've been given and, and kind of maximize them, but also we can grow in them. And so I think um, that there is the key, right? And I, and I think that's, that's the benefit of things like this is, you know, you have multiple guests on people that are uh, experts in something, and, and we can all just tap into that. Um, and again, hopefully learn and, and, and then share. And I think the curiosity and desire to grow also helps that all
0: take place. That's interesting too. Like when you're building a staff, uh, are you looking for guys that are just like you, in line with what you think, and 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 basically will take whatever that you say and just run with it, and or or are you looking for people like you mentioned with balance that will like I'm, I'm I was a defensive player, but I enjoy coaching offense. I don't mm-hmm. have much of a desire to do that. So I hired a varsity assistant that loves that side of the ball. What are your sure. thoughts on that when you're building a staff on, and how important it is to have people that follow your vision but uh, or people that will kind of uh, have a little friction with what you're doing?
1: Yeah, so I think I've been fortunate to see Coach Hoffman do a really good job of building a cohesive staff here. and And really, I think the answer is both and. I think it's mm-hmm. important that they're – and I've seen, you know, fleshed out in, in how coaches build our staff here, that there's some core things that there has to be alignment on. Um, and that's, you know, big picture culture things. Why are we here? Why are we coaching? Why are we doing what we're doing? What is our goal? I think it's vital that, that there's alignment there. Um, and then in regard to how you play, it's also important to have alignment there to a degree of, you know, we're all one band, one sound, preaching the same message. Um, but then behind closed doors, I think there is a lot of value in just having multiple opinions people who can sharpen each other to learn and grow and refine what you do um so that you know you can have multiple years of experience versus one year of experience multiple times hmm. um and, and, and so having those differences is certainly helpful but again i think at the core there has to be a unity and, and a similar vision um, and then obviously for some of those uh things that maybe are, are less important um but still do matter having some balances and differences of opinion are good provided you can come out Uh, united and moving in the same direction
0: thank you for checking out today's episode please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast share it with your fellow coaches and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast it's just a matter of doing it